Hi everybody, you are listening to the Rogue Podcast with Fox. Thanks for supporting the show. This is a show with adult content, so if you're not of legal age where you live, then turn off now. This podcast is about rope bondage. Rope bondage is edge play with inherent risk, and we strongly recommend you get proper training and listen to episode zero before attempting it. Find it at the top of our FetLife page, Rope Podcast. I'm a rigger, and usually I'd have my rope partner Maya with me on the air, but she's in Hong Kong today. So, dear listeners, let's all wave to Maya, who's working. Uh, Maya and I have been practicing together for just over a year, and we're always excited to share our passion for rope with you. Oh, and we live in Thailand. Today, since Maya's not around, we're going to try something a little bit different. And I'd love for you guys to let me know if you enjoyed what we're doing today or not, and if that's something you'd like to hear more of. Because today we're going to try a new episode segment about rope erotica, uh, in which we plan either myself, Fox, or Maya when she's around to read to you on the air some erotica that is mainly focused on rope. Uh, in this case, I'm going to be reading to you a piece that I wrote a little while ago. And Maya also writes erotica, so maybe if you guys enjoy this format and you'd like to hear more, uh, let us know and we can maybe convince her to read some of her own rope erotica on the air for us. Before we begin, I would like to say a special thank you uh, to our very first patron on Patreon, whose account name over there is Star Wars Trek Fan. And he seems to be a pretty cool dude because, well, A is the first one to give us some uh, financial support here at the Rope Podcast. And also, uh, checking out his profile, I can see that he's also sponsoring a few other uh, bondage and rope related art projects. And that's really neat. So, thank you, Star Wars Trek fan, for being our very first supporter and helping us with uh, some of the costs for this podcast. And if you're curious what I'm talking about, you can head out to ropepodcast.com and see different ways you can support this podcast and help us keep putting out new episodes. So today I'm going to be reading to you a piece of erotica I wrote a few months ago, which is titled Innocence and Hunger. And as you see, it is written from my perspective as a rigger, and it mentions rope bondage quite a bit. Uh, if you'd like to let us know what you think about uh, this concept of reading you some original erotica on the air, uh, the best way is to leave a comment on the writing for this episode. Uh, each podcast episode gets a writing corresponding to it on our FetLife profile, and you can just go there and leave us a few comments and let us know what you think about that particular episode. Also, if for any reason you'd like the text version of the erotica I'm going to be reading today, you can find that on my profile on FetLife, which is Fox of Bangkok, as a single word, no spaces or dashes or anything, and you can find it in the writings section of my profile. Let's begin. The dull buzz of my workday is interrupted by your messages popping up on my line client. 
You tell me you are in a taxi. You tell me you are on your way. You tell me you are very nervous. Today is your second time getting tied up. Not only your second time with me, your second time, period. I muse about what is going to happen today. Visualize the tie I intend to use. Think about how I'm going to place and move your body. Prepare the rope studio, placing the bundles of hemp where I will need them later. And then I get your final message, just for now. Coming down to get you, I reply. The walk downstairs is a short one. I turn the corner and see you waiting. I nearly do a double take. You look quite different from the first time I saw you and we tied together. The leggings and t-shirt are gone. Today you are wearing a very cute black dress. Your hair is down. I authoritatively walk to you and we hug. Your hug is very different from the first time too. More lingering and cuddly. No shields up. More like an embrace. Quite amazing how much closer to each other we feel after sharing rope only that one time. The walk back to the fox den is a short one. We barely have time to exchange a few sentences. I can see you are still somewhat nervous, so I put on some music and invite you to sit with me on the crash pads of a rope studio for a chat before we start anything. You sit close. My hands rest lightly on your body. I don't really know what we're chatting about, but somehow, a couple minutes in, your head ends up on my right thigh, with my right hand running through your nice hair. You look exhausted. Maybe some from the nerves you've had all the way here, some from the other things happening in your life. But this is a safe space and you can put your worries away for a while here. Just enjoy some nice rope. We enjoy this position for some time. My hands start roaming over your body more, getting to know it better. Your legs, your back, over the dress. It seems you welcome the touch. I ask you to recite your safe words and their meaning. You do so seamlessly. I ask you if you'd be comfortable taking your dress off for the rope. After only the slightest hesitation, you nod yes. Putting one of my big hands on each of your shoulders, I sit you back up. I grab the hem of your dress and slowly pull it over your body. I get a better look at you for the first time, as last time we tied, you stayed fully dressed for the whole time. I pull you into a close hug, and your skin feels very soft all over my body. You smell good, too. I kiss you some, and your kisses are soft and nice, although remain closed mouthed. While we embrace and kiss, I reach blindly for a bundle of rope I had placed nearby. I grab your left wrist assertively. I put a single wrap of rope around you, a square knot, 
then I join your other wrist to it and complete a double columns tie. And then a little inspiration strikes me, something that wasn't in my initial plan. I pull your hands by the rope and put them around my neck so they land on the nape of it. I essentially have tied you into an embrace with me, with your hands immobilized and mine free to roam all over you. This also has the effect of pulling you very close to me. I kiss your mouth more, kiss your neck, enjoy your vulnerable body that is radiating heat all over me. You shiver. I get up to my knees and tie like you are, you have no choice but to follow. I sweep you up in my arms and carry you to a standing position. You are hanging onto me for dear life. I step out of between your arms, still supporting you. I pull your hands above your head and tie them there to the frame. You look beautiful in this moment. You have submitted. I pick up another bundle of rope and crack it open. I slide the rope around your neck, slowly. I feel you melt further. I smooth the rope down along your chest and tie the first overhand knot of the karada. I align things in a relaxed, assured way, not rushing. I slide down to your lower body, tie the last overhand above your mounds, and then it is time to run the rope between your legs. I brush the rope against the inside of each leg from the ankle up, slowly, and finally the rope gets to your fabric-covered pussy. I deliberately place the rope strands on your lips, nudging it exactly where I want it. I pull it behind you, and then I play a bit with attention, seesaw it a bit. I hear a lot of moaning coming from above. I hold the tension in the rope with one hand while the other grabs your thigh firmly. I tease you thus for a long time, using the rope on your sensitive place in small, delicate movements, like a bow on the strings of a violin. Then I rise up against you, brushing my clothed body against your nakedness, as I run the rope along your spine, all in a single movement. I loop around the neck rope from the back, lock it with a half hitch, and wrap around to your front to start the diamond pattern. Everywhere on your body I put a diamond. I kiss in the middle of it, in the territory or skin that is being delimited by the rope. I finish with the diamonds and close the tie on your back. I pull you by the completed carada. You whimper. I kiss you deeper. And that, dear listeners, was our very first Rope Erotica story. I hope you enjoyed it. And whether you did or not, please do leave us a comment to let us know. 
That will be all from us today at the Rogue Podcast for this episode. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts from, at iTunes or Stitcher or whatever. And come friend us on our FetLife page, Rope Podcast. Single word, no hyphen or space, just Rope Podcast. You can also find us on our website, ropepodcast.com, which has links to the various resources and also different ways you can support us if you'd like to do so. Also, we love questions from listeners, so drop us a message on FET and we'll try to answer it in an upcoming episode. Thanks for listening and have fun tying!